Oh my gosh, it's Watches the Plus, and we've missed a week. Yes, we know it's not our fault. Well, it it's it's actually entirely our fault. I'll blame mostly myself, but uh, here we are. Sam, the best American beer I know about, Sam Adams, and me, Moe's, here we are. Hey, sometimes, you know what, you drop the ball. So 50-50, both our fault. We, we both. We both had issues at different times. So mm-hmm. we will, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, episode five and six, which I think is fine anyways. I think that that episode five was a very much a ramp up to that. Right. Finale. I mean, look, so, it was, it was very much a build. So we'll, we'll add a little bit of extra schmutz to this episode and, and everybody will be, you know, we'll break even. Next time we decide to be too hungover to record, we'll make sure to do it on a week that there's not a show to talk about because that, that was a that was a bad move by us. <laughs> it, just, it didn't work out well. It didn't work out well. We do have a little bit of follow up. Um, our our boy from Puerto Rico, Moss, uh, did confirm to us that Tignatero is not only the character that I thought Cristalia was, but you have a little bit of extra insight that. It was a complete redigitization. Yeah, listening to How Did This Get Made with Paul Shear and Jason Manzukas, the episode where they break down the Fast 9 trailer, they got into how they're friends with Tignataro and how she was really only on set for maybe a day with the rest of the actors and actresses, but they totally digitally replaced her with, or put her in over Crystalia. And they said, it looks pretty seamless. Like it looks like she's in that movie. And so I think that's, I think that's where digital stuff is really going to come in, you know, handy nowadays where you can put actors and scenes together. And, you know, this is, I think this is the good part of CGI. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not necessarily, yeah. you know, uh, you know, it's always where every character is CGI, but where you can like, you can do stuff to where all of a sudden people don't have to be on set with each other for half a year. You know, they can, they can do their scenes and, and get, get in and out. And that's, you know, maybe you can be, have people be in more things now. I think it's kind of neat, even though the circumstances of this are weird. Yeah. They're, they're not the the most fun part about, about the whole situation, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, again, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan. In fact, I'm, I would, really not consider myself a fan much at all. I, you know, I've, I haven't seen her really act. I know she, I, I mean, you know, she's kind of a comedian actress. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, I'll, I, I'm very curious about the movie regardless. I'll watch it. She's now, a very dry, smart assy kind yeah, of person. Sure. So I think she'll, she'll fit into something like yeah. this per- perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. she'll, she'll have some good lines. I'm sure. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, shitty movies, Sam, um, I, I heard you took the plunge with uh, that Mortal Kombat trash because I won't I, I just can't do it. You know, and the funny thing was, I'm so itching to see movies in the theater. I was debating going to the theater today to see it. And so the, the reviews were just so bad. And I just, I, you know, I could tell it, it. I was hoping it would be the end of the video game curse. I knew it really wasn't going to be. But. You know, it's a dumb video game movie. It doesn't make a ton of sense. You know, there's a tournament, but we're going to cheat. I heard there's not even a tournament cheat. in it. Yeah, they you know, they kind of, I guess the, the the guy that made it said that he envisioned this as like a trilogy where it'd be like pre-tournament, tournament, 
post tournament is the way they put it. But you know, it gets to a point where everybody's fighting one on one, and so it's kind of the same thing, anyways. And people are saying fatality and flawless victory. Oh gosh! And, and uh, you know, they kind of shoehorn in all the different powers and stuff. And some of them look, you know, when, when I found out it was only a fifty-five million dollar movie, it looks good. Like it's not. It doesn't look cheesy. The, the dialogue sure is, and some of the yeah. acting sure is. But I mean, that's that's what's going to happen when you have no actors in this. You know, if yeah. they'd had a few name actors, it might have like they have stunt bit. men that are that are basically the role of the of the actor. Yeah, and it it has like MacGruber level dialogue where it's like you know that's why I say them. Well, that's why I listen. You know that kind of <laughs> back and forth. Where yeah. I I, I kind of joked that I was like, "Ooh, they didn't. They, they liked the rough draft on this movie. They just went ahead and everybody shot the speaks rough their draft. motivations." Yeah, where I mean, it just where it's like you know, go to your family. You know, just nobody's really like nobody's really acting their ass off in this movie. So, but I mean, at the same time, you get to see Goro, you get to see Sub-Zero. Um, for some reason, Scorpion, he only says, get over here in English. Everything else is in Japanese. Smart. Although I love the, Smart. I love the actor that plays Scorpion. He's in, uh, oh, he plays the, the head of the Yakuza in Endgame and is in, um, the oh. second season of Westworld. He's such a great actor. Like yeah, he's yeah, one of those yeah, actors. Yeah. I'm just like, show me more of him. He's in the first seven minutes, and then it's like, and he comes in at the end. It's like, oh damn it! You know, <laughs> I would have liked more of this guy. And so, yeah, the, the main character is a new character, which I kind of was like, you know, you got a bunch of different goofy characters. See, like, I- why are we making up? Like, I feel again making up characters. It's like that feels like a very '90s studio exec thing of making well, but movies. like mortal Kombat in general like i'm 46 so i was a part of when it first came out i, I was i was of the age that it it was awesome like it this was an mm-hmm. unbelievable game was i any good at it no but it was fun to just dump quarters into it yes there was a time where you'd put quarters into a machine like it was just one quarter oh, no, wait a minute actually mortal Kombat was 50 cents if i remember correctly which was a big deal because it was just but like, it was one of those things where if you kept winning, you got to stay on. Too. That's right. So, but that like I never, I never, I never got caught into this whole the 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 historical and and the the storyline of it. It was just like okay, great, Mortal Kombat two came out. But at that point, I think I had peaked that age where it was like, and then like a movie about it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be awful. And of course it was, but but for kids of that ilk. At that time, it was probably awesome, and I could see where people would kind of had this be captured into it in some capacity. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of playing off that nostalgia. Um, I was surprised they didn't have a big techno version of the song like they did in the first one. <laughs> but, oh, what a shame. But, you know, like I said, they only made it for $55 million. Um, It's I think it's already made its money back this weekend, and they're obviously – hoping to add subscribers to HBO max through it. So I think that it's one of those things where, you know, hopefully this brings back, I was kind of just decrying this. I've heard people have been saying this for years, but I just kind of noticed it recently is the, the, the lacking of like middle movies. Like we have tons of blockbusters now and we have indie movies and we have cheap comedies, but just that, 30 to $40 million movie with a couple of stars and just a story. It just doesn't seem to be there anymore, but, they, but they've got, they bet they need to get on that horse. I think yeah, that and here's maybe, is, maybe is something just, like this is the right idea. Like yeah. she, something also like, you know, Deadpool kind of did it too. Is like, here, give us, 
get, let us give us these characters, let us get gory and let us make something. And we'll, you know, we'll make, we'll make you money. It might not be a billion dollars, but every movie can't be, you can't have a billion dollar movie every, every no. two weeks. It's not going to work. It, there's not enough people to go see movies. It's not going to work that way for a long time. So maybe, maybe that's one thing that comes out of this pandemic is that these, these kind of middle movies that aren't, well, we're, we're banking our entire summer on this movie working kind of thing. And we, we put out more just, Hey, this was all right. And it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like shockingly bad. Like the, like I said, the, the, the action is good. You know, you mostly get to see them do their cool little powers or finishers and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> So, Sonia Blade is, I think, is kind of a bad actress on it, but you know, I'm not an. She's better than I could do. I'm not right. trying to like throw shade, but um, you know, yeah, some, but, sometimes but, it's but, like they're, they aren't doing... given a lot to say either. It's like yeah. they're just like what should, they're given what they you know. What, what that, but, with, but, but I can only give that. I can only give a certain amount of leniency because when you're putting something out at that level, you kind of need to have everything at that level. You can't just. <clears throat> roll dice like thinking like oh this is just gonna bust blocks and really bring in the money i think it's gonna bring in some money mm -hmm. i'm glad they made their money back at the minimum yeah and it's one of those things too it's like look at the source material like we talk about marvel or dc like you have all this material this is a video game with like hey they have that tournament to save the world and these guys all fight each other and it's not like it's not like there was these big character uh backgrounds when they like release those games no it's just a guy with four arms that looked like a monster they were right. punching people like it wasn't i don't think that it's they have as much to it's not high art and, we're not talking yeah. high art we know what no. we know what it is yeah so they had some fun with it you know you got to see a lot of the main people they're, they're, they teased some other characters that weren't in it we'll, we'll see if they make another one i hope they do i think yeah. it was i think it was good enough that it was entertaining but also it you know it, since we watched this stuff with a little bit of a critical eye, there was some dialogue in there that I was just like, Oh guys, God, come on. <laughs> now. So let me ask you this. Could you, could you take something like this? Cause well, I'm going to extrapolate down to uh Falcon winter soldier. Cause essentially, you know, between Wanda and, and the things that have been released now, Disney plus have been very much. We kind of said this, we we're like, they're very much extended movies that have been chopped up. Mm -hmm. Now, would a Mortal Kombat work as more of a chopped up situation rather than doing two hours straight up? Ugh, I don't know. It, it'd be, it'd be, it was pretty be, thin plot wise. It was but not, maybe they could bolster it up that way. Yeah, I it could get more know. interesting. Yeah, I mean, unless maybe you make each episode like the two characters that are fighting type of thing, that could be interesting. But it'd be a tournament that way. Yeah, and then you gonna get to the finale is the the big finish or something like that. I guess could be I, interesting. See, I'm telling you. But, but at the same time, it's just that their rules don't even make sense in it. You know, you have to be born with this dragon tattoo on your shoulder, and then you can fight in the combat. Unless you kill somebody that has it, then you get theirs. So it's like if if one side keeps winning shouldn't they have all of the tattoos? <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of stuff like that where it's like. Well, you know what's 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 going on here. You know, just it's so it, you don't you don't you don't see that it, it's not going to be nominated for the Oscars next year. No, the Oscars they're, they're, tonight. No, they're not. Yeah, the, the the seven movies that got released last year. So no, yeah. I wasn't paying too close attention to it. But uh, speaking I, of Oscars uh, and Oscar winners, like uh, I, I was thinking of our boy Russell Crowe. I can't remember if he's won an Oscar or not. I want to say he has. Um. 
But he uh, just basically did the cardinal sin of blowing up uh, the MCU phase and letting everybody that he's going to be playing. Uh, what what was it again? Zeus. Zeus over Odin. So I guess there is there is one higher than even the Odin father. Mm-hmm. And, and Russell Crowe did win for best actor for Gladiator. See, okay, good. I'm glad he did because yeah. that movie is fantastic. Yeah, no, and I think that's one of those things where I was, you know, I don't need every single thing to be a secret. Of these oh, sure. movies. I'm okay with a little publicity. He's Zeus. Cool. I, he, obviously, it's Russell Crowe. He's not going to be in 10 of these. You know, I, I think that maybe yeah. they hope they hope for the best, but they probably plan for one and plant a few seeds unless they kill him. And we'll see. I, I, I'm glad that he's in it. I think that the, uh, that Thor movie just sounds bonkers. I mean, you're going to have all the Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to have uh, Jane Foster Thor. You're going to have... Uh, Valkyrie, you're going to have, you know, it's, it's who knows who else is going to show up in this thing. So I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, and Tyke's doing it again. And again, when I watched Ragnarok, I, when I watched it, I didn't like it the first time. I thought it was was almost too, it was just like too campy. I was like, I liked the, I loved the art direction. Like I thought it was great. Like it looked like Kirby Ditka type, type artwork. And Mm -hmm. I was like, this is very interesting. It gave a whole new new kind of like visual of it. And I was like, ah, oh, that's neat. And I have grown to like it a lot more. I've, I've watched it multiple times. Oh, and- I'm all on board with it. I, I, I thought it was hilarious the first time. You know, I think that that was always my favorite Thor stuff was the kind of fish out of water, um, him acting very noble and mighty and then getting kind of knocked down a pay or two. And yeah. I think they always did that very well in the Avengers. And in this one, they just kind of leaned in. I think, and I hate to say this, but I think that maybe they saw how funny Chris Hemsworth was in Ghostbusters and they're yeah. like, oh, this guy's hilarious. Like, let's yeah. let's let him be funny, you know, and you know, let's let me Loki be a punching bag. And uh, I thought that they 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 struck the humor just right with also having stakes in it. I mean, you know, this is one of the movies I point to when people say that all these are the same. And I go, well, in the last one, his brother, his dad died and then he had to kill his sister by destroying his home planet and making his whole planet refugees. So if that's the guy, if that's the classic save the day hero story, that's news to me. Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know what to expect with it, but you know, coming off Taika, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. So mm-hmm. yeah, do we, no, do we, I, I love to, and I like take, I love Taika's movies. I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen, um, is it the vampire stuff? Well, that I love the show. I haven't seen the movie, but the show is is great. I've like, heard great things. Oh, I yeah, run don't walk. I mean, it's and it's one of those ones. It might take you an episode or two to get in it because it's the mockumentary and it's these weird vampires. But once you see them like going to city council, re- making requests and stuff like that, it's <laughs> it's just hilarious. But um, no, his World War Two movie about the Germans with uh, Scarlett Johansson is. Uh, God, I am. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. I, I meant I, to. I love that movie. Although I have to admit, like when it ended, I was like, I had to wait for everybody else to leave so that I could like wipe the tears from my face because it's like wow. it's a sad movie, but it's it's also very funny because he plays he plays a, a, a like little boy's 
imaginary friend that's Hitler in in the movie, and he's really funny. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I see. I thought he was actually playing Hitler. You know, this is all based around you know the trailers and things that clips that I had seen. Yeah, I mean he uh, he is, but it's a it's a little boy's imaginary friend that is Hitler. Ah, gotcha. Mm. Okay, spoiler for a movie that's been out for a couple of years. Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, it's not it's not something that you, you find that out in the first five minutes. It's not like you see him like at a meeting of the generals or anything like that. Yeah. So let's get to the to the meat of Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're going to kind of go through five and five and six a bit now. This does parallel to what we were talking about with, you know, this this kind of pandemic production. And I firmly believe that we are looking at, especially with Wanda, and I wouldn't say especially with, but with with Falcon, because that was supposed to come out before Wanda. It seems as though there may have been some issues I had heard from. You know, just on the grapevine of the internet, that uh, Julia Dreyfus actually, what our first like seeing her was actually supposed to be in Black Widow. Obviously, we have not seen Black Widow yet, so they have added storyline to bring her into this a little bit more. I'm a little still a little confused about who and what she is. I know from the comics she was like Nick Fury's girl, but she was also a member of Hydra. It, it, it's it's a little bit mysterious and a little bit we don't know exactly who she is. Though I'll tell you what a weird shift in dialogue and cadence with having her in this this one, especially in episode five. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. I mean, talk about montages of of scenes there was a lot to kind of, it felt like more of like, uh, we should kind of just be getting into the mindset of what's about to happen. Like you said earlier, it's that buildup to the final confrontation. And unfortunately I have, I wish that they had gotten some of the Netflix people from the MCU and got, and brought them into the Disney shows because I think that they're missing something. And I, and it's like, almost like they don't understand what episodes should be or how to structure them. There's just, and it could be pandemic things. There's just, there's a pacing thing that I can't put my finger on exactly, but something is amiss in these final two episodes. I get it. I understand where they were going, but it feels like tonally they're like whole cloth scenes that got placed in but that don't necessarily connect. And I think like uh, what's our friend Kara from the flag smashers and, and, um, and Carter, I think, I think they got played second fiddle and I don't think they should have been, but again, we had the, the two villain scenario and then you and I both, and this is the fault of WandaVision as well. We keep thinking that, there's going to be some other big bad, somebody we haven't seen, and it was all there right in front of us. I mean, they did. I mean, we knew it was Sharon. I mean, I think we pretty much knew it was Sharon, but like there was still that hope in me that, well, what if it isn't? But you can't bring a new character in at the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought if if it was going to be somebody different, it would have been kind of a last second reveal. Um, I thought that maybe it could have been. Julia Louis Dreyfus's 
Madam Hydra that she was the power broker, which would make sense too. But I, I, you know, I think that also there's just a lot going on. I mean, Sharon could be a, a scroll. Um, you know, there's, there's, I think that right now they're all just about kind of expanding things and planting some seeds. Um, obviously there was a lot done and I, I just going back to your kind of pacing issues i feel like, like that's interesting because netflix faced similar pacing issues oh. and i think this is a, a very uniquely streaming thing because i think in classic tv where they're 13 26 episodes yeah. a year to, or even when it was 10 or something like that i think that what say what you will about these kind of big studios that have done this stuff for years and years where they can kind of kill some of the creativity they also know about structure and how to how to format stuff and so when you're kind of loosey-goosey with we can have the episodes be as long as we want we can have the the episode count be as long as we want and we can do whatever we want you know sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't you know as you were talking i was thinking about how you know i said the same thing with wandavision that it almost would have made sense in if you watch the first three together and then some more as as it went on this one thinking about it i almost think it would have been a good three-parter watch the first two episodes together and then you watch the zemo episodes together and then you watch the last two together and uh, it, it it flows a little bit better. It, you know, I think that they it relies less on that kind of cliffhangery feeling of okay, he just killed a guy with a shield. What's going to happen next? And we have to wait a week. Or and then the okay, Sam opens the case. What's going to happen next? I mean, we all knew he was going to be in that suit. Like it would have been yeah, perfectly. There's a little fine bit of fart, like fart smelling. Like it's almost yeah. like like oh wow, you know, like like and and it's uh, like all of us are like hanging on. And it's like, but wait a minute, it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, like. Television has done really well for the past, you know, 60 years, and they have figured out how to do episodics really well. And there is Mm -hmm. a way to do it where it doesn't have to be – again, I – don't get me wrong. I appreciate the cinematic qualities, but the – but you've just got to – you've got to put some sort of constraints against yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, I I think that if this would have been – three one-hour episodes it might have been better um and just i I think our my main gripe about the whole thing is that i would have liked a little i I think you got a little bit of clarification when sam gives his big speeches but just what what's what are the what are the flag smashers fighting for i mean i don't i still don't know sam i don't understand what that whole that whole the, the whole congress and the you the 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 world government and the other part is this was really – it was disingenuous on this level. In Homecoming, it was very much – it was a problem when people arrived back from the blip, but mm-hmm. it wasn't earth-shattering. Now we find out on a global scale, it was, well, what do we do with these people that were have been gone for five years? Yeah, so I think just – I think if they had just spent a little time – explaining here's what they're you know i think it could have been as much Use as episode one for that yeah it may maybe it's that all the people that uh that moved into their neighbor's apartment all of a sudden had to move out and now they're a refugee because their apartment was taken or something along those lines so, like, now just explain now, so you, that a little bit more and i think because they mentioned that a little bit about are you under the th- okay so let me let me get this straight because what you just said is all right so I blip away for five years. You mm-hmm. move into my place, right? Yeah. I come back, 
and you have to move out or do I have to move out? Because Well, see, and that's where I think the confusion is. Exactly. Because what, what, they, they do mention something about like, what are you supposed to tell this person that their home's not theirs anymore? And it's like, okay, cool. Explain. Like how, I don't, how that wasn't a little bit of an issue of like, let's explain these people's motivation. Because I think I could have got behind them. Like I understand why Sam was like, I'm not your enemy. I don't want to fight you. Yeah. And, you know, I love, that's the thing, as much as we're kind of coming off bitchy about this, I, I overall, I'm a thumbs up on this whole show. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I am it. too. I, you know, I got emotional seeing him flying around in the stars and stripes just because I'm like, you know what, badass looks just like when they debuted him as as Captain America in the comics. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. it, was it was, it was, it was really cool. I didn't like the ear holes. That's just me, and I know it represents <laughs> in the comics really well. I know, and I know Cap had it, but eventually got rid of him. But it just, it was one of those weird little things I could tell, like. Don't move your head too much or it's going to like pucker or it's going to gap around around the edge. <laughs> I, I liked when he when he blocked things and he used the shield and the wings at the same time or he mm. used his wings to like hold himself while he was fighting. You know, I, there are way cool things that that like I think the Sam character and I think Anthony Mackie is tremendously a great talent. Mm hmm. So I mean, his speech at the end is great. And I think that's where he, he does more to kind of show you why people are mad at this GRC than yeah. the plot does itself. And like his speech is great. Cause it's, a, it's amazing how just resonant this whole episode, that whole last episode is with what we've gone through as a country this last six months. Well, I mean, and I don't think that that's coincidence. I think that part may have been an add on. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, I think it was kind of late in the game to be adding scenes from like, what, when did this happen? When did that happen? Like January when they stormed the Capitol or something like that? Yeah, so, but I mean, we're, I we're mean, talking, this would have been 2019, but we still had, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but it's. So, it, but I mean, just that and, yeah. you know, I've been very, you know, this just the, the ability to snap a finger and get businesses three months of payroll and give us checks for yeah. discerning amounts of money has kind of boggled my mind that I was like, wow, that, you know, politicians have a lot more power than they, you know, they kind of act like, oh, we can't do anything. And so here he is yelling at these guys going, you could, you could feed a million people with an email. Yeah. You could do the, and, and it, I think that that was just, just kind of great messaging for what we've been going through. It's just sure. like, Hey, look at you guys, you guys can do so much more instead of this. Let's move an inch one way or the other, just so we don't now, lose any ground. I have heard, get something done. I have heard mm -hmm. that there were some plot points that involved a virus and that yeah, was removed. I watched that video you sent me to okay. prepare for today, that Nando V movies, uh, which is, if you guys have never watched his YouTube channel, it's very interesting. He's, he does a good breakdown of things. And uh, I, yeah, I, I wonder, I remember hearing something about that same rumor before the pandemic that there was going to be something. And I, I heard the, I heard those exact same things that he was talking about and they, they were stealing vaccines and people were sick. So I, I do think that there probably was something dropped there, which again, how, how a uh, precog of this show to be like, yeah, there's going to be a pandemic and the people are going to charge into this to try and stop a vote. And uh, yeah, it's Sam, like, wow. Well, let me, let me tell you, there's a podcast called war mode and where that would be this there, there is no such thing as coincidences, but I'm not even going to go down that path right now. <laughs> um, but for, for those of you listening, you can, you can go check it out yourself. And if you're in that kind of mindset, though, I did really, 
You know, it's funny. I was watching something with Matthew McConaughey today, and it was about acting. And it was it was only it was like a two minute video, but he was talking about well, how do I learn lines, things of that nature. But he said, it's not about the lines; it's about you know just understanding what what exactly you are trying to get across, and what happens if, say, just a look or a few lines were to describe everything that was basically written on page. Well, which one's better? Well, the look is because it it has way more to it. And that's where I think sometimes this show went a little off off trail, off 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 book a little bit where I think about Winter Soldier, I think about some of the looks that Sebastian Stan can do and just acting without saying and he was allowed to do that in certain cases, but they wouldn't allow Mackie to do the same. Everyone had to, in a sense, they had to speak their motivations a little bit, not completely. And again, I'm not crapping on it overtly. I'm just saying what, how you can make something that's, that's, you know, in my mind, like a B plus and go ahead and raise it up to an A. Well, and I think it, I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing that Mackie kind of spoke some of his motivation in this episode because a lot of this show has been him kind of torturedly not sure. being able to answer these questions from yeah. everybody. And and and, you know, and, and that I, responsibility on him. Yeah. And I just I just thought there was so much that's why I want to start getting into to blowing it after you know complaining about the stuff that yeah go ahead <laughs> we well, didn't like why as well. It, I mean just the stuff that they did so well is like it, you know it's it, you're not a bad person to admit Hey, me and Steve didn't realize that a black man taking up the thing, like it's, it's okay to not have everybody's perspective in your mind at all times. Like when you make a decision, it's not right? easy to it's, do. it's okay to, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay yeah. to say, Hey, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I gave you such a hard time about giving up the shield. I didn't realize what yep. you were going through. Yep. And, you know, it's, you know, just because somebody maybe has a knee jerk reaction or says something that you don't like, doesn't mean that they're a terrible person. It means that, Hey, maybe they weren't looking at it from your perspective. And look, or they Bucky, just don't, or they just can't, they can't walk a day in your shoes. So they yeah, don't and, know. And Bucky you know? is just as much a man out of time as Steve is, mm-hmm. but, and even more so in that, you know, he was completely brainwashed and, and, and out of control. Yeah, like even when he was not brainwashed anymore, it's not like he had a buddy to like watch to say, "Hey, yeah. let's get Netflix on and let's watch all the Friends together." <laughs> you know? So, yeah. you know, Steve had that. He had Avengers and Sam and Black Widow and and friends that he could lean on to 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 get used to the new times. Whereas Bucky just was sleeping on the floor, right? With he was papers in, he, on the windows, exactly. You know? Well, and one thing, let me just ask you this here's my perspective first one is i don't i know that it's tv and i know we need to wrap everything up in a cute little bow and i don't mean that in, in a trite way i just mean it like everything needs to be kind of cauterized off i don't buy that isaiah bradley as angry as he was at the united states government that him getting a special section at the captain america wing changed his perspective. Now I realized that it was also Sam's speech that did that, but that I would have, I would have, I would have found it more honest and true. If maybe at least Isaiah was just like, you're doing okay. You're, you're making the right steps. I, I don't, and not, we don't trust everything that's happening right now, 
but you're doing the right thing, kid. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I got choked of course. when I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I just think that uh, part of, like I kind of said this in an earlier episode, is that part of what Steve always did was the right thing, even when he knew it was the harder thing to do and people right. would disagree with him. And I think that Sam's following those footsteps while um, U.S. agent, as I've referred to him, or, or uh, we, we haven't even talked about him yet. Um, he he was more kind of the, uh, the side of the ugly American, the the bully that comes along and tells you, well, I'm in charge and we're going to yep. do it my way because I said so because I'm Captain America. And Sam doesn't do it that way and neither did Steve. And I think that's why he's he's kind of the perfect uh, guy to take up the mantle. And, you know, when, when he when he got the shield in Endgame, I got teared up because I knew that this sure. was coming. And so this was kind of just a delight watching, you know, and getting to see the, the, the story of why it's not just easy to be like, I'm going to take this on. It, it is it is a difficult decision. And there are layers to it that I didn't think of before the show. So, um, you know, kudos to them for that. I think it's great. Um, and, you know, it's it's funny, you know, we complain about if I did 30 years in prison, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to fold over that fast. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Oh yeah. No, I agree. I think that more, I don't know that he folded over and forgave everybody. I think that he more kind of forgave Sam. Okay. Was like, okay that, you know what? I, I'll I, buy I, into that. I, I'll buy, I'm not, not going to, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to root against you. I'm going to root for you. Like, well, while I, I don't, I wouldn't want my grandson to go do that, which you know, spoilers, he may do that very same thing in the future too, but, um, um, you know, he kind of has not, he's kind of taken the other perspective of, okay, I see things from your point of view and I'm happy for you. And I'm glad that you've got the shield instead of that annoying white boy that yeah. was yelling at everybody. And so how about, uh, Johnny Walker? He's now a hero. Well, I don't know because I sure don't think that Julia Louis drives character is a good guy. She definitely seems very shady. Yep. Um, she seems very black opsy where she's like, Oh, the guys in the ties, they don't want it. They're just saving their own asses here, but we know that you did good. So we're going to, we're going to find a thing for it. Like it's very much seems like she's, Oh, I'm the off the books person that I don't, I moral gray areas are fine. We're just here to get the job done. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking that that's, that's our team. That's the thing that's funny is that I think they've teased two future teams in these two, in these two shows, really. Okay. We've met, we've met Wanda's kids who are in the young Avengers. We've met uh, Isaiah Bradley's uh, grandson who is Patriot in the young Avengers. We've met um, Torres, the the the, oh, the falcon the, the, the who's the new falcon and he's got the wings hanging out with him right now probably working on him as we speak so they've really you know they've introduced a lot of people and, and who knows we may be getting the dark avengers or the thunderbolts with u.s agent right at the helm i wonder what kind of shield he's going to have because that one that he that one that he made looked pretty shitty <laughs> yeah it, it was it was that of tinfoil uh it was it was just not not very good was it yeah and I, while i appreciated his uh his kind of come back from the darkness moment where he did save that bus rather than try and kill somebody. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think that he's got a dark side and it, I think that we get, to, we'll get to see more of him later on down the line. And I think you he's know, a good actor and I'm, I'm glad that he's not, he wasn't just killed for no reason here in this last episode. He does some very interesting um, 
nonverbal tics that mm-hmm. I find really uh, scary. You know, no, it, I thought he was kind tilts. of a bro actor, you know, and but, but then with he, the head tilts and, and, the, and the ticks, it yeah. seems like, oh, you're not exactly right. No, he won me over as a, as an actor from his performance in this. Like he, he, he brought some stuff to the role that I don't know that that was in the script and that, you know, I don't know if that, but he, I, he, I, I didn't he really won me over as much, a very, much, yeah. How much they gave, gave like, well, at least the, the, the Twitter verse, um, mm-hmm. which is a, you know, a toxic shithole. Um, you know, let's just be honest with it, but like, you know, just awful to him. And I thought, yeah, but you're, you're not watching the whole thing. Like you have to see the whole picture before you can start passing, passing judgment, which I, I use that term very, very non glibly. Um, but I think, well, number one, he's part of Hollywood royalty, whether you like it or not. And he's got an interesting skill and look to him. Yeah. And, you know, people like to complain about nepotism. Sometimes when your dad does something, you learn how to do it and you you, you join the family business. I mean, that's that's not unheard of. I literally just was watching the word. If Kurt Russell was my father, you bet your damn ass I'm going to I'm going to use the especially some of the looks that he has. To my advantage, of course. Well, I mean, and I'm, I'm watching the Warrior game, and Gary Payton Jr. is playing, and I'm, you know, I'm following the NFL draft, and there's about three or four ex NFL players who I wish, I hope the Niners draft, or ex NFL players' sons, who's I, I would, I wish, I'd love for the sure. Niners to draft. So it's like that, that, that happened. You know, people take over the family farm. You know, I, I get it. That, you know, that people complain about nepotism, but you know, it's, it's it's a reason they say it's all about who you know. Get out there, make connections figure out, you know, you'll, you'll have people help you down the line, but it's just, everybody, everybody has a different leg up. And he, this guy, like I said, you compare, you, you brought up that he was in, um, not Brooklyn nine, nine. He was uh, in 22 jump street, yeah, 22 jump street, which is fantastic like, by the way. Just yeah, and I was, put that I was like, there. Oh, he's just this bro that kind of is like a dude or whatever. And so watching this, I was like, Oh no, he can act. He brings stuff to yes. the, to the, the yes, scene I, I absolutely i think that he could probably even do more with maybe a little little more to, to go on and there's there's gonna be more i mean the, i'd the love news. to see him in big screen stuff i mean big yeah. screen mcu stuff i think well, they've he, said I think he's that, got it yeah they've said that there's gonna be a sequel to the show there's gonna be a captain america 4 that's written by the showrunner and that there's still a secret chris evans project out there which i think everybody is kind of really hoping is Cap's wild ride to return the stones to everybody and his adventure or something along those lines. I, I think that'd be cool. Unless it's some sort of old man cap kind of story. I have a strong feeling and it's not been brought up. I haven't seen it in any of the trades, but I'm very curious about it that I have a feeling that Loki is because Loki breaks the lot, the timeline and he's forced to actually fix it. I believe that somehow Loki is going to cross paths with Steve at some point. You know, and I've heard some theories that he's going to cross paths with another Avengers team. Um, yeah, I think there's 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 a lot of opportunity for alternate reality stuff. I think that they're introducing this just at the right time because, as you can see tonight, 
other listeners at home don't know I'm wearing an X-Men t-shirt and that's true. I mean, a a third of the X-Men roster are people from terrible timelines that came back to fix something in the past and just were like, Hey, you guys got DVDs and power and air conditioning. I'm staying here. This is fine. (laughs) I'll I'll fight some Sentinels if I can get a room in the corner with a, with a breeze. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So I think that, especially because they've rarely been talking about secret wars. And I think that if you look at, um, the newest version of secret wars where Dr. Doom somehow came up with a new thing called doom world and had everybody fighting each other. And there was multiple versions of every character. I mean, maybe that's where we're headed down the line. That's going to be the next great Avengers kind of cross up thing is a secret wars. And, you know, why not have a different cat? I mean, look, we're going to see two different Thors in the new Thor movie. We're going to see guy Thor and lady Thor. So and who knows what what Valkyrie's going to be doing if she's going to have some sort of hammer and does it bother you it bothers me slightly that a lot of what they're pulling from is comics that were you know from 80s 90s 2000s and i haven't been invested in comics for a long time mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like so are you telling me that all the really good stories were really 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, I think they do a lot of everything because like think about civil war was from the last 10, 20 years. Okay. Um, let's see what else have they done. I mean, Captain winter soldiers from the last 10, 15 years. Okay. Okay. Um, well, and daredevil, the whole black suit thing. That's, 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 that's after my time, but that's fairly new. Yeah. I mean, if daredevil was, I felt like some of that was pulled right out of the Frank Miller comics which oh I, yeah. I, yeah i love um so no i mean i think that they've done a good job of especially when i i, I didn't really know as much about these things when i kind of first started getting coming on those youtube channels and you realize like oh this is pretty like iron man's origin is pretty true to his first comic book and yeah yeah same with like hulk and, and captain america where you go like oh peggy carter was in the original captain america books i didn't realize that i, I love maybe that, that show that one, i so. really love peggy carter yeah, no, I, and that's one that I felt like you talk about pacing where I, I felt that could have been a great show that not on ABC. Like I yes. liked it, but I always felt like it was a little too networky. Yeah, it very and, much uh, so. Very and it could have so. been, you know, I guess it could have been six or eight episodes instead of yeah, I was 13. Just, I, I, I really I felt like that show didn't get its due. Speaking of Sharon Carter again, now just on a storyline level, I just feel like. Wait a minute. Of all the, you know, you were involved in Endgame, you were involved in this and whatnot. How would you have not gotten a part? And again, this is uh, this. But she wasn't in Endgame or Infinity War. The last time we'd seen her was in Civil War when she had busted, uh, gotten Cap and Falcon out of. Uh, oh, you're right. And then got their their shield and wings right. for him. So she was been on the run ever since then. I don't know. I just. You know, I, I just don't bind this whole power broker thing. It's like, I get it. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to make this the, this character more interesting and like, oh, she's we can we can relate to her on one level. We know her as, as this good person. Was she ever a good person then? I mean, she was Peggy Carter's daughter, daughter for Pete's sake. Yeah, like, I'm assuming that she was niece. And, niece. OK, yeah. you're right. Niece. OK, <laughs> so OK, maybe not daughter. All right. So maybe not. But yeah, I, no, I totally know what you mean. Like she was portrayed as one of the people that stuck behind one of the good shield people in, in Civil War. And and, was, and that could have been with Steve, which would have 
immediately given her kind of like, you know, a blessing in a sense is like you are you you are the good goods wife or girlfriend, whatever it might be. You know, it been it would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that that's part of it. And that, you know, who knows, maybe I don't know if she, was she blipped or not. Maybe she wasn't. That's part of the reason that she's got all this power over there. And I mean, I thought it was kind of obvious that she was the power broker. I mean, you see, she's got, it, it, it she's was. walking around on the cell phone and getting in limos and people are driving around and she's got drones and she's got snipers. The only thing I didn't quite understand is what she was doing, hiring Batrock at the end. Um, Look, I'm going to tell you what, I was, I'm, I'm still a big fan. I'm still a very big fan of having GSP as a villain, even though mm-hmm. now I guess we don't have him. I th- yeah, it, I, think it, that, I think it's au revoir. Yeah, I think he might be, <laughs> might be, might be, might be DLA, but um, I, I do, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed having him come back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even just getting to those last couple fights, I mean, what what is the big showdown that we go to for the final fight scene? Is Sam not fighting back? And so I think that that's, I thought that was a good choice, especially because I think it's fun watching Sam wield the shield and not be a super soldier. I think one of my biggest complaints about these action movies is everybody being like doing flipping jump kicks and being able to do everything. Whereas like, no, he knows how to fly that suit really well. And now he's got a great shield that he can throw around. And at the end of the day, he's he's still going to get his butt kicked by a super soldier. And so he needs to, he hides behind that shield maybe a little bit more than Cap had to because, yeah. and I think that's great. You know, sometimes it shows you where here it is. Here's a guy using nonviolence to try and solve the situation and telling, you know, somebody like, hey, look, let's stop fighting because we're not enemies. We do have this common ground. And, I, you know, I think that's, again, great messaging for the show. I, I think for what it was trying to be, it's it's trying to, you know, it's a Captain America story. So it's obviously going to say a little something about America. In it. Um, I don't like speaking of, you know, Sam's big, big epics, uh, you know, oh, and Sharon's I, a, Sharon's Sharon Carter's a scroll, guys. Don't worry about it. It's fine. See, we'll you find can't out. We'll find do that, out. Sam. I won't allow this <laughs> to happen because you can't put every like person who's not doing exactly what you want and make them a scroll. I won't have it. You can't do it. Keep doing it. Well, I don't know if you guys have ever read the Secret Invasion storyline. Um, now, is that but... actually Secret Wars one? No, 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 no. Okay. It was, it was, I think it's a newer one from the last, again, kind of like talking about the last 20 years. Okay. Um, and probably the last 10 even. And it's just, you know, it, they're half the, the heroes were turned out to be scrolls and some of them didn't even know it. I don't think, I don't know. It was confusing because okay. it's a lot of splash pages and you, it's those, one of those crossover books where every character from everything's in it. And so it's a little confusing at times, but okay. um, you know, if you're going to, if that, if they're going to that road, I mean, they're going to have to be some surprise scrolls out there. And I think that, um, you know, that, heck, that's going to be a way that you bring Tony Stark back as it turned out that there was a scroll that was impersonating him there, but he still was like, ah, I got to figure out how to save the world. And he figured out time travel and Tony's in a pod somewhere, but probably not going to be that. But I, I think, you know, Don Cheadle could be a scroll. We've seen that Sam Jackson's being impersonated by one. So there's there's definitely going to be it's not going to be that there's two people that are secret scrolls trying to ruin the world like they're they're going to have some some tentacles into our society. And so we'll, I will we'll see say that it sounds is. interesting. That sounds actually interesting if this goes to a larger, let's call it phase six. I don't know, phase five, <clears throat> phase six, where 
this all had led up to something bigger, which was that scrolls have always been around. And then, of course, mm-hmm. we're them finding out. Well, they've that, been around since the 90s. We know yeah. that. So, yeah. And here's the other thing, too, is that in the comics, we do have super scrolls. And what is the power broker all about? Trying to create that super secret soldier serum. And now she's got government secrets that could get to the, the ver- previous. Oh, so you want John Krasinski and so that we can have the super scroll. Yeah. So, (laughs) but I mean, that's maybe that's where that's what she's that's what her aim is because she's a scroll and she's trying to get her people the same powers that these other, you know, not not to steal metahumans, not to steal a DC term, but um, these these superhumans have is that they know that in order to that even if they did take over the world and then announce, hey, we took it over, that Captain America and Bucky and a handful of these guys could come in and just kick their ass and 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 save the day. So maybe that's why, maybe that's why she's interested in these, in these powers and funding the scientists and things of that nature. I think we're doing, or she's a just a, a generic bad guy stroking her mustache yeah. and, tw- you know, trying to be bad. But I, I have a feeling that Marvel, Marvel plant seeds, they, they, they know how they do know how to leave some breadcrumbs. And, you know, there's been, there's been post-credit scenes that didn't pay off in the past, but um, I think that, they are being very slowly, deliberately kind of planting little things here and there. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, look, they have to really, because look, after Endgame, a lot of people checked out. It's like, well, how much more can I even take? Like, I got to mm-hmm. go another 10 years. Well, if it's. Well, a t- I think that's why they're establishing new characters yeah. now is it's they've told you the story like they, the next thing shouldn't be a Hulk story. Like, I mean, I, I bet you if you gave them a truth serum, they'd tell you they wish that Spider-Man was coming out in a year later than it is. Like, I, I, I guarantee you they didn't want to do only do three other movies and then have another Spider-Man come out. They're probably like, oh, dang it, Sony, can you stop? Like, Tom Holland's going to look like he's a teenager forever. We can do this right. as long as we want. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Oh, but if he does hit the hit the hit the wheel hard of age, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to recast again. Well, you know what though, I think that he can either be he could. I think that there's interesting stories to tell of either college age or prof, you know I'm a college professor age uh, Peter Parker, and they've been obviously not afraid to move that storyline across. I mean, they they had him be figured out by Aunt May in the first the first uh, movie. Um, they've got him unmasked to the world in the second movie. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I mean, obviously they're talking, and again, we're talking about multiverse stuff. I mean, the next, the next few things they're, they're really talking about that being huge with all the multiverses, uh, right. you know, right. what's his face, Alfred Molina came out and, uh, Spill, and I'm talking about spilling the beans. Here's another one that came out and talked about, yeah, it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, so I think, I guess the multiverse stuff is true, but not surprising considering how popular, um, what do you call it was um oh, the, the spider-verse yeah yeah yeah. the um so how do you feel about bucky let me go back one more like bucky's storyline overall i know again they tried they they i say they tried and they did they wrapped up his storyline basically and even zemo's but uh which we'll get to but, but bucky i felt like it was a good closure of his story um i didn't understand again this is one of those little things where it's like i don't understand what that scene was supposed to recognize to me that he was looking at the old man after he told him in the in that in that bar and kind of nodding like like oh he's doing okay now like oh i I took it uh because i was wanting i was hoping he was meeting in there for lunch that it was like we've patched things up i've got my closure 
I'm accepting that he wasn't the one that really, like it wasn't him that did it. It was his program and whatever. And that maybe him is going to sit there and have a drink with the, the waitress lady. And, mm-hmm. and then he walked away and I realized it's because it was what um, Sam said and Sam had told him, you got to do the work and you got to do it for them, not for you. And once you start helping other people, then you can kind of sleep better. And so I think that was the show that like, Hey, I did break this friendship and the, you know, this guy, maybe he, maybe in a private conversation, he said, I appreciate you telling me this, but you know, I can't have lunch with the person that killed my son. Every yeah. Day and I mean, that, that's, that's that. common. Yeah. And so that he's just looking at him seeing like, Hey, look at, he, he's in there having lunch, doing him. He's not in his, he's not sitting there burning that candle, staring at that picture right now. The waitress is having a laugh with him. I wish I was there with him, but I did the right thing and I gave him his closure and he can move on and, and live his life now. And he doesn't need me to push him to live his life. Like, so it's like he gave, up that friendship um you know his his fellow old man that he could be grouchy with <laughs> and well, did it for the right thing and, and you see by the end he's crossed out all the names on his list and i i thought that was great it really just it to me it just opens up for bucky to be anything going forward he could be very enlightened he could be the white wolf he could be you know i think lot- that was the missed opportunity mm-hmm. is that they changed Sam's name from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I think it would have been interesting if they could have done Captain America and the White Wolf. Yeah, I that would be neat. Unless would have changed. I, I think it would have been. That's the only reason I thought that they might have been like Captain America and Bucky and stuff. Because even though Bucky is kind of a silly kid kid nickname thing, yeah. it's like, hey, look, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. He's back to being Bucky, and so yeah. that's where I think they they could have done something. But yeah, I I, I had a feeling that that was going to be the name of the show by the end, and I'm and I'm sure that's going to be season. I, I, the fact that they're going to do a season two and a movie, it's like it's kind of blowing my mind that it's like, Oh man, they're going all kinds of places, which I love these two being together. I hope that maybe they figure out the format of the TV show a little bit better. So it can be a little bit more of that buddy cop. Uh-huh. Like, cause I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed anytime Bucky was being funny, whether he's yelling at uh, you yelling at Captain America, telling him the, you know, keep fighting the Dora Milaje or calling Sharon Carter kind of awful now, or just, and he had so many great lines in it. And even just flirting with uh, Sam's sister, I thought for a second, you know, when he goes, uh, Hey Sarah, you know, I thought for a second, he was going to say, Oh, Sarah, that's a beautiful name. You know, that was Cap's mother's name. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And hit on her a little bit, you know. They didn't necessarily, okay. So we all wanted the buddy, the buddy cop show. We mm-hmm. didn't get that, and I. This is you got where, doses of it, but yeah, not, it just it wasn't the the, sh- the the show. It is seeds of it. It's it's mm-hmm. just the starting point, so we can develop their relationship. We have time now if they're going to do season two and a movie. Mm-hmm. Now, Captain America four. Are we talking? I mean, it's going to be an Anthony Ma- Mackie vehicle. I believe so. So we shall, I mean, I don't, not a lot of details have come out. Yeah. It's mostly kind of things that were, were popping up on comicbookmovie.com and stuff, but I think it could be great. Like, you know, you don't have, we don't have to establish that their relationship is, you know, super tight yet. And I'm okay with that. I, in fact, if you show me more elements of them working together and, and building that bond, I'm for it. And I think, mm-hmm. I think this is the good first step to that. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I think that, um, you know, while it's coming from the Hollywood Reporter that there's there's a fourth cap movie and that's being written by the showrunner Malcolm Spellman. So I feel like that's usually pretty. I don't think that they usually report stuff without some contracts being drawn up or anything. So I think that's what we're going to get next. Yeah, so, I so. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool because I think that there's just so much. It's kind of like how how in the comics they might just do a six or eight issue run of you know, Captain America and the Winter Soldier or something like that. And it's it's nice that we can kind of get these and they can come back. They can come back in a movie. They can come back as, in somebody else's movie or somebody else's show. And I think that, you know, while we're kind of waiting to see, like, who are they going to show next? Who are they going to show next? It's like they they are expanding the universe. I mean, we could get, we could get a prequel story about um, Isaiah Bradley and his journey and the things he went through, even though I think that, you know, we've kind of been told what it was. I mean, I yeah. think that there's still a lot of stuff you could do with that, especially if there's, you know, somebody like that, uh, you know, somebody like that, that did Watchmen wants to come in and tell that story and you go, yeah, you can have six episodes. And I think that that's just, I think that maybe that's just a, the only thing that they need is they, they could probably use a little call from Favreau about how to do the episodic thing a little bit better. Cause I feel like Mando's pacing is much more television and they, they do 20 minute, 22 minute episodes versus 45 minute episodes. Like they, they jump around when it comes to the time format, but yet I feel like each one, you kind of have like a story that goes from A to B. And I think that's the only thing that Marvel's missing right now. I think these very much are movies that are longer than normal movie that have been cut into episodes and they work pretty well but they're not quite like I said, they're I think very if you watched, scared of bottle episodes. Yeah. Like I feel like if you watched two, like one and two, three and four, five and six of winter soldier, it would be a better experience than the one at a week that we got. Cause I think that you kind of got, you kind of got that left wanting more every time. Whereas yeah. I think that those cliffhangers were a little bit better and, and just get, you got kind of a fuller arc of what's going on. You know, you got two episodes of Zemo and you got kind of all that stuff. And I think that, I, I, I overall, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled with the show. Like I, I'm glad that there's going to be more of it. I'm glad that Nancy Mackey's the new captain America. I'm just, I'm thrilled for more Marvel and, you know, it's, you know, I think that we're in good hands, but I think they're definitely stretching it out a little bit, trying to do shows and movies and it's, we're not seeing the cracks, but it is difficult to keep all these things afloat with one, you know, like I said, just, we could uh, we could have just used a little bit more detail into what was actually going on with some of this stuff. And I I think that you're right that we can give a little pandemic pass to some of these sins, Sure, but that we're, we can't be doing that forever. We're eventually going to have, you know, we all figured out how to zoom from work from home. Yeah. Um, so, well, we can, and, and they've got to take risks. I think, I think they've mm -hmm. got to, they've got to do a few movies and TV shows that may not be, what everybody necessarily wants to see. And that could be very interesting. That doesn't necessarily have to interconnect with every other thing in the MCU. You don't, we don't have to have every like, and this is the problem. This is why fans get weirdly ravenous because they assume, assume things. And when they don't happen, they, they call foul because mm -hmm. in their minds, Oh, this should connect to this because you know, it, 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 this is the way it was in the comics back in the day. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. It's like you got you just got to, you know, it's it shows like Legion. Like mm -hmm. I, I go go back to that show. That show is really interesting, but it is so far off the Marvel path. 
but mm-hmm. it's good and it's good by itself. It doesn't have to be connected. I mean, and, and they don't have to use the Professor X from that one into some, somewhere else. It doesn't have to happen. It can just be self-contained to be, and everybody can be happy just there. Mm. I, I know that's the thing that's funny is that the, the way they're going obviously is away from this idea. Now, I, I thought that they could do TV shows that were more connected than say like an agents of shield or any of those ever were. I always felt like those were a little strained and even the daredevil and the Netflix stuff, they, they, they would, they would give, pick yeah. one little thing to kind of connect them all together, but they're always very tangentially connected. Yeah, And I feel like you could do, something that's in between something that doesn't necessarily have an impact on the overall storyline of the MCU, but also is totally connected and everything. And I, you know, everybody take a drink. This is when Sam shoves an X-Men reference in, but I always thought, I always thought that if you took the entire X-Men kind of mythology and put it in a single show, it could be the next game of Thrones because think about it. You have these schools of mutants, and you have one in Westchester, and then you have the Hellions that are run by Emma Frost in Boston, and then you have the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants that are over here, and then you have Weapon X with so, you, and then you have Excalibur in in the UK, and so you have this kind of world spanning different locations, different problems, and you know you could look at it through the eyes of different characters. You could have like say somebody that's a cannonball that he starts off with the Hellions and he comes to the New Mutants, and you know you. Could could have a new mutant show and an x-men show and a, and a different thing and you could yeah. like you said you could do a, a spin-off where it's just like we're just going to talk about legion for four episodes and yeah. i think that that could be that could be the next like we've got this giant cast that spans all over the place and it's telling a couple different stories all at once because it's like people are in new york are worried about this but the people in the uk are worried about this and the people in boston are worried and i think that that could make for a and who knows and then there's also a group of mutants that are out in australia hanging out with gateway teleporting back and forth to go save stuff so i think that you could tell and you could do a lot of that kind of game of thrones off-screen stuff where something happens off screen and you find out mm-hmm. about it and it's big mm-hmm. news and you could have that kind of be the the soap opera of the whole mutant world taking place right there. And then when you want to have a movie, you, you know, you have a big crossover thing or something like yeah. that. So I, 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 look, I love the idea again. This mm-hmm. is, but these are, these are the, every, what you just said is, is a huge risk. I mean, mm-hmm. like game of Thrones, you know, it was based on a book series that was well loved and, you know, had, had been, had been very richly cultivated you know, but, you know, in this world, you know, it's, it's uh, again, whether we like it or not, I mean, you've got to be able to make money at it. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the money is there. I think, and I think the fan base is there, but, you know, everybody has to be the, uh, willing to accept that, hey, this might not be exactly what I wanted, but it's something different. And I should at least give it a try. Maybe it's not for you, but I think I, I, I love that idea of like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, having an X-Men Game of Thrones type type situation yeah. where you could have an I, I, entire episode based on something that's completely, you know, out, out in left field. Well, I mean, you could have a whole episode of one person training in the danger room. You know, you could have sure. you could have a whole episode mm. of, of like the teams away and Kitty Pride's in charge of the mansion and there's something going on. You know, there, there's there's so much you could do with it. And. I feel like I think maybe the one difference that Game of Thrones had is the thing that hooked me into Game of Thrones was kind of that Deadwood uh, 
thing is that like you felt like you were watching a real version of this thing you know deadwood i feel like is the first time i watched any sort of western where like everybody was dirty and stinky and you're like oh this is kind of what it must have actually been like you know like taking a bath was a big deal and like game of thrones had that same thing where guys had like if you go watch any kind of thing with armor everyone's got this shiny armor that looks all pristine and they're riding around on horses they're just clomping around on like a little bit of hay in the road that doesn't whereas like game of thrones it's dirty the uh the the walkways dirty and muddy and everything's yeah. gross and it's so like i feel like that's the thing is that like with the fantasy realm you'd always just kind of seen like the high fantasy kind of sparkly version of it sure. whereas game of thrones was kind of the same thing that star wars was like here's this lived in world and what it really would be almost kind of would really be like like the kind of star wars is like yeah i think once you get the space it would be kind of like that where you get you're flying on a hunk of junk and yeah. people are trying to fix stuff in the middle of the flight and not die <laughs> yeah. so I, th- I think that's the one thing is that game of thrones had for it is that it was here's this thing that everybody knows about but has never seen before whereas x-men we've we've seen them before but i think if you if you did it in the right way um it could be really interesting and i you know i don't know i i, I keep coming around people keep trying to think about how are they going to introduce them how they introduce them i think you do it just like you did the scrolls just like you did captain marvel they've been around all along you find out some reasons to explain why nobody knows about them yet and then they're going to come public and yeah. that's kind of kind of the gist of it. Uh, you're just waiting on that X Men. What what happens when they don't? Well, you, you know, we had some news about your other uh, your your favorite uh, thing to bring up the Netflix the Netflix actors the rumor mill coming around that they said that they're going to bring back a lot of them, but they're but they're going to completely ignore all the Netflix shows and just bring some of the actors back. Yeah, see, I think that's a I think that's a gorgeous mistake. I think I think the store. <laughs> I, well, okay, I, I say that for. I think, I think they made missteps with Luke Cage, um, and I, I never saw Jessica Jones. I know you hate me for that, but um, you know Punisher and, and Daredevil. Um, I think I, I would hope that they don't try to redo what they've done. I have a strong premonition that Punisher is going to be sanitized in some capacity, um, and maybe neutered down a little bit maybe a little bit man sharon carter was blasting people in the face and they've been stabbing guys like i feel like the especially on disney plus they can get away with a little bit more so yeah and who knows maybe maybe it's one of those things where they they leverage their hulu uh you know operations and they go like yeah punishers on hulu for the adults yeah i'm i'm I, and again i'm okay with that and i and i think it keeping charlie cox and barenthal is 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 absolutely vital um, you know, the defenders was, was fine ish. I mean, whatever. I, it, it basically got us to Daredevil season three. Dragon bones, Moe's dragon. Yeah, bones. No, no, no. I just I can't. No. I, that, that was definitely the anti Avengers. Like I, I was so excited for them to all get together and you're just like, huh? So we're just going to keep punching ninjas until yeah. we get to the end. Huh? It's just, okay. it just <laughs> you know, and again, we're talking about, and I don't like to ever say this, but you're, we're talking about another tier of heroes, the street level, as I like to have, have, have said it and said it many times. But that doesn't mean that they have to be substandard. You know, like mm-hmm. it just you Luke Cage started out really phenomenal and and, and just they made the wrong choices of, of who to have as a villain. And it just it just broke down from there. 
Yeah, no, I, well, I, I liked their second season villain. I thought he was really interesting, but it just it just was eventually going to get to a point where Luke had to punch him and win. And right. I thought it was really, I thought I was excited for a third season because they'd kind of made Luke the, the king of crime by the end of it. And well, and, was, and the idea of even going back to Isaiah Bradley, you bring in Luke Cage, that they, all these people had been experimented on in some capacity by mm-hmm. some group, whether it be Roxxon or or what what have you. I mean, that's very interesting to me to learn more about these other um, you know, groups of villains, the, the, and, and, and having, and learning more about how they work. Mm-hmm. No. And I have to imagine that we've been get, you know, we're going to get a She-Hulk, which is going to have the abomination in it, who was super soldier mm-hmm. altered, you know, obviously something's going to happen to Jennifer Walters to turn her into the She-Hulk. I have a feeling that this whole super serum, super soldier serum thing is going to, continue to be a plot line in the mcu and we're gonna see you know maybe we'll we'll get a new luke cage uh origin maybe not um but you know weapon x has to be around the corner of the weapons plus program where they're they're, they created a lot of these soldiers too um you know alpha flight all these kind of things well i think that we're we're just alpha flight would be awesome i think they were super cool yeah so i think there's just there's so many different ways this can go um, you know, I think that we're going to see more of it in Black Widow. Um, you know, obviously they made their own, they made their own Captain Russia with, uh, David right. Harbor. Yes. And so, and then who knows what we're going to, where we're going to get Taskmaster from. Maybe he is part of like a weapons plus program. And I always thought that, uh, Black Widow would be a fun way to introduce, uh, Omega Red if he was in it. <laughs> Now, I have heard Omega Red a couple times now, so I'm I'm actually curious about that. I know that it's not Crimson Dynamo is essentially the Russian version of Iron Man, but that's not who uh David What's His Face is, is playing in Black Widow, though. He's not Crimson Dynamo. I forget. Uh I'm trying to use my oh, brain. It's uh Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Okay. But mm-hmm. that he is a super soldier. Yeah. And I think that he was supposed to be their Captain America. And yeah. so interesting that that's popping up again. So I, you know, also with super spies and super soldiers, like I, I just, and you know, we're going to get the Eternals. What's going to explain people getting some powers and Shang-Chi is going to do some mystical stuff. So uh, you know, we, that's what's another thing we didn't get to talk about. The Shang-Chi trailer came out while we were while we were off last yeah. week. So, which I think that looks great. Um, mythical lions jumping into the air, uh, 10 rings or rings around his arms instead of on his hands. Fine by me. Um, I, I thought the action looked great. I thought Aquafina looked funny. Um, I, <laughs> it's a, it's a thing I have no expectations for. So I'm just kind of ready to dive on in and see Marvel. Do yeah. I remember, movie. I remember the whole like legends of Kung Fu, Shang-Chi and, and, and like the mystical martial arts. Like I remember seeing those comics in the stacks, like they were like from the seventies and eighties and it was just never really like, I would, I like in my mind, I was like, okay, they basically built this comic kind of off of Bruce Lee's back. And so for me, I don't have any investment in it. And I come into it probably near the same as you, which is, I don't have any expectations. Show it. Let's see it. Yeah. Like I've never even seen Shang-Chi in like a group 
Avengers book that I've read before. So like, this is kind of, to me, this is like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, ooh, I've heard of Groot and Rocket Raccoon once. Like, okay, I'm I'm just, I'm in. Like, show me something cool. Show me something new. It's funny because I remember a comic that I had as a kid and it was like Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Ghost Rider. It was like, it was like three stories in one, but it was like involving kind of all three of them. Mm-hmm. And again, that's another Ghost Rider is, you know, literally probably one of the visually coolest characters, just not done very, very well. Mm-hmm. Not an interesting no. story. Let's be honest with you, but he's super cool looking. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just glad I think that we've reached a point where hopefully we'll be open enough and we won't have a bunch of variants to where this stuff will actually come out this year. We'll get Shang-Chi. We'll get Black Widow. We'll get um, let's well, I mean, just for our schedule i mean let's say we get modok at the end of the month or end of next month and then we get loki the month after that so i could use a little bit of comedy yeah i think modok will be a nice palate cleanser now unfortunately i think that's going to be one that they're just going to dump it on us so we're not going to get to go week to week but you know i i also don't feel the need to burn through eight or ten modoks in one sitting we can slow burn captivating well you know maybe that'll be one of those things we have to slow burn for the audience especially yeah, yeah. since you although you you have to do a binge this week because we're we're we don't have anything to talk about next week so, so we, we gotta do in- invincible we're gonna need you to catch up on invincible because i'm on i just finished episode seven this week and it's 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 leading the showdown heard, and i have heard that it really gets good and it's not only good as a con, con, like a cartoon. I feel like this could be made into a show or a movie very easily. I think it's got cool characters, and I, you know, again, it's kind of got that same thing with the boys, where it's like, oh, cool, what what character are they going to do their take on next? And yeah. I think that's neat. You know, I've always kind of wondered, like, how do you make a new superhero if you're trying to make a comic book? And I like, I like that some of these people are just like, I'm just going to draw the same ones that everyone knows, because how are you, how do you make somebody else having super speed, not seem like a ripoff of the flash? And like, how do you have someone that has these things? So why not make just kind of stand in versions of them and then throw it, throw it against the wall and play with it and show you, tell a different story that that they won't let you tell with those characters. Okay. So my promise to you next week, is our invincible episode maybe multiple episodes but we will we will definitely get in there yeah maybe we'll do the first half second half or something sounds like good that. to me um yeah so that's, that's your homework so okay yeah unfortunately i can't I, I got no other binge i got no other uh plus stuff to tell people to watch i've i've been sort of busy and i've just i've been watching the classics man i've, I've started watching sopranos again like my girlfriend just was making fun of me she's like i feel like i've watched you watch this once a year since we've been together and i'm like it's one of the top five shows i can't i don't know yeah it's this. like with me with sons of anarchy like i every three years i'll start watching sons of anarchy again Oh, well, see, that's where you and I, uh, I, I have to admit, my, it's one thing my dad used to complain about. He goes, how many times can motorcycles drive around a machine gun everybody and nobody knows? Like, who not, did it? We the, don't know. The, <laughs> the answer is not enough. And I, that I, 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 I just got so invested in that show. It was just unreal. I, I don't know why. I shouldn't have. Everything about it told me, you don't want this. And I was pulled <laughs> right in. It was like Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones. I, I watched a few episodes of Game of Thrones and Dinklage literally made me love it. Well, I gave up I gave up the episode where they murdered his wife. I couldn't I couldn't that's when I gave up. I was like, you know what? Is it really a Sons of Anarchy show if it's not ending with Jackson Terra tearing each other's clothes off in a dirty public bathroom somewhere? I don't know. Yeah. After doing <laughs> they murder. have to be mad at each other for half the episode and then have 
FX appropriate yep. sex on camera. Yep. <laughs> I still, I still think that Charlie, that, 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 you know, that's a game we, we should start playing too, that I like doing is uh, we could do that with Sons of Anarchy. Um, start casting them into comic book stuff, you know, like, Oh, that. he needs to be a part of the MCU. I don't know where though. Yeah. That's the thing is I don't, I don't, I don't think he's that great an actor. So maybe something mm-hmm. where we can hide him. Maybe he can be angel. You know, <laughs> I don't think they're going to do a lot of Warrington, Warren Warrington in the third movies in the future. So yeah. he could just look pretty and have wings and have them abs. You know, <laughs> I don't know. We're devolving too much, but this is. A but good no, I, th- I think what that's a, think that, about this. That, that maybe that'll be our our new segment. We'll, yeah. we'll, 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 you know, we'll do it for Sons of Anarchy next week. So we'll we'll pick we'll pick what show we're going to do it for, and then we'll come up with a couple of. Uh, couple of characters for each uh who, who can, we, can we don't have to do the whole play. we don't have to do the whole cast list we just have to come up with uh, a couple of i think we should i mean we got walt goggins kim coates uh i mean it, it, there's Does walt goggins and sons of anarchy hell yeah he plays venus he plays oh that's right that's right but he's already in the mcu that's true and he's an invincible so part of your homework so he's he's, uh, he's not afraid to get he's not afraid to do that uh he's not afraid to do anything no he, he I, he's a great actor heck he's great in vice principles you ever seen that oh my with, gosh uh, <laughs> that show is way too good him and his wife and his mother-in-law and uh, i honestly you guys should watch you got oh uh, i haven't even brought up his best role yet baby billy in oh god what is the show oh on? with peter uh our uh timothy oliphant no, 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 no. With uh, Danny McBride and oh god, they play the uh, they're the family of uh, that owns a super church, and he oh, plays the, the uh, uncle. The, uh, the uh, rhinestones. Um, the, the, oh yeah, the gemstones. The or gemstones. The, something like that. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That show is secretly hilarious, and I cannot wait for season two. And so, well, you know what? Speaking of season two, before we let everybody go, something we have to look forward to. Our man Jason Sudeikis is back. July Apple Plus has announced that we're getting uh, season two of. Uh, oh, fantastic! Our man. Um, well, I, God, I'm I'm terrible with Ted names Lasso. This episode. Ted Lasso. I, I I only knew the actor's name, not the show. So yeah, Ted Lasso, and you I, I can you can bet your bottom dollar we'll be talking about that on this for sure. Too. Damn right, damn yeah. right. Believe. Yes. <laughs> All right, Sam. On that note, we have devolved, yeah. and but you know what we we've given we've given given everybody what they wanted. We give them a little bit of extra and a lot of a lot of devolvement. You know, I think that's I think it's pretty good. Hey, we 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 owed you guys some nuggets, so yes. we, we we got some news out there, and we didn't even we didn't even talk about how uh, Amelia Clark's coming to Secret Invasion. So she's a scroll too, for sure. <laughs> She was a, that's that's what happened in Game of Thrones. She was a scroll. That's what fucked up the final season. They, they, mm, they, they, that's they, not what messed it up. <laughs> that's not at all what messed up. And you know that. Oh, it was scrolls. That's that's every plot device that we want to complain about. Now it's a scroll, and so it was a scroll, and it was uh, Mephisto's a scroll too. So that makes that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. All right, Sam. We will see you on the flip side and we'll tell everyone that we can, you'll find us next week. No problem. So we'll see you when we see you. All right. See you, everybody.